You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there from not just me, but from all of us here at 98.7 ESPN and your Tri-State Acura dealers, precision crafted performance for exceptional lease and finance offers. Visit Acura.com. Make sure you do that. Uh, Hopefully you've been tuning in to our golf show, uh, getting you ready for the final round on Sunday, today, later on this evening. (laughs) I just, I, 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 listen, I'm not complaining. I love it. Now I've got, I've got the whole, I've got the whole morning to, uh, to hit up the dog park. I've got the whole, well, late, actually, I'm, I'm working this morning. So I've got the whole, like, early afternoon to hit up the dog park. I'm going to go play pickleball. Little, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank God my dogs can't hear the show. They they definitely would have reacted to that, guys. Um, That's what I was going so, for. Yeah, yeah, then, then all hell would have broke loose. Uh, but nonetheless, still could get in the dog park. Going to go play pickle. This afternoon as well with this beautiful weather we have. What a blessing we have uh, this weather on, on Father's Day. Unbelievable. Um, and then come home and uh, order in something special, something delicious. Uh, toast to my father who unfortunately has passed. And, um, and just in, in watch the end of, of this, uh, this U.S. Open uh, that is going to be thoroughly, thoroughly entertaining. Which I'm sure Don LaGreca thoroughly disagrees with me. But nonetheless, like, uh, hopefully you've tuned in. Yeah, he, he just, it's so funny. I don't golf think, like, is garbage. Like he, exactly. He despises golf. Can't I wait. Mean, I, I will watch every. Despise golf. <laughs> he despises. How do you, de- like, like, it's very little, the very few things in life I hate. Like, how do you despise golf? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and we've got Tom and Joe who are producing the show. You, if, if you play golf, then and 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 you really catch on to it and to me like okay so let me rewind uh, i feel very i feel very blessed with uh, great athletic genetics and and sports and have just come easy to me in life uh golf hands down is the most difficult sport i've ever tried to play and tried to tried quote unquote in air quotes uh dominate um or become great at and so I think because it's so challenging, I'm just so like, oh, uh, it's one of those things, you know, unfortunately as well, you've got to play often. It's all about muscle memory. Um, that's why a lot of the guys that you see on tour that are doing well, that do well, um, are guys who, who started playing at a very young age. Hence, you know, what, what we saw with Tiger Woods and, and how his, his father Earl was, was willing to sacrifice uh, each and every day taking Tiger to the driving range when Tiger like could barely walk. Uh, big reason why it's muscle memory. You develop at a, y- a young age and, um, and, and you have success later on in life. Unfortunately, I really didn't start playing golf until after college. Um, and that's probably my biggest regret in life. And if that is my biggest regret in life, well then God bless me. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I, I think if you play golf, then you have a better appreciation, understanding and respect and, and, uh, and enjoyment in watching it. Not that we can compare our game to those that are playing on the tour, but you know, you, you, when you do, it's just, it puts everything into perspective in regard to just how phenomenal these guys are with their clubs. Uh, but we've got a go- great show lined up for you more so than just, um, 
uh, more so than just golf. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about the Yankees today. We've got Ben Ruda, former Yankee, who's joining us on the program, was on the show yesterday and fielded quite a few calls, got into a heated debate with Joe and Harvey. Tom is producing the show today in regard to uh, Aaron Judge. Now he's got he's had not one but two plasma injections in that toe. Granted, this is this is a an injury that he suffered. We saw the highlights trying to catch and catching uh, that that ball out there in San Diego. Stubbed his toe on Los Angeles. On, I'm sorry, Los Angeles, somewhere in the West Coast. Los Angeles, San Diego, same stuff. Tom, I'm kidding. Um, and um, so it was an it, it was it was a forced injury, right? Not like, oh, you know, a nagging hamstring that keeps on coming up or like, you know, a pitcher like Jacob deGrom who's constantly having to get Tommy Johns. No, it's not like that. But still, uh, he's been on the shelf. And as we know, this Yankees team is nowhere close. So I kind of I posed the question yesterday and we got quite a few calls. You know, is the nine year, three hundred sixty million dollar contract worth it for a guy who now is is on the I.L. for the second time this season? And I, and, and, and I was in the minority. Harvey and Joe couldn't believe I even threw out that notion. And, and phone lines lit up. 800-919-3776. I thought it'd be good to get Ben Root, a former Yankee, knows this team and, and knows Judge and, and knows this franchise better than most. Also, I want to ask him, it, it's, it's, it's not just Aaron Judge being on, on, on the bench or being on the sideline or on the IL, however you want to phrase it. Uh, it's it's the fact that it's that compounded with the fact that a number of guys are not performing, right? Uh, Josh Donaldson being one of them, DJ being another. So what what is it going to take uh, in regard to this Yankees organization uh, to say, okay, this is a dude in Josh Donaldson at 37 years old, uh, batting 222 this season. He's got a 27% strikeout rate. In June, his batting average is 133. At what point are they going to say, okay, let's bring let's bring up Peraza, or is that somebody who um, they are they and who's having a, a, a really a solid season? Please, great defense as we know. Triple A is batting three oh six. Is that a guy that they are saving for a potential trade as we get closer to the trade deadline? So uh, a lot to discuss with Ben Ruda. We'll talk some Yankees uh, this first hour. Phone lines will be open eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. As we know, uh, the game yesterday was rained out for the Yankees and the Red Sox. So what does that mean? Double header today at 135 will be the first pitch. The Yankees going up against the Red Sox. Red Sox have not decided who their starting pitcher is going to be as of right now at 9.15 a.m. But Schmidt will be on the bump for the Yankees. Two and six with a 4.70 ERA. So we'll see what happens there. But yet again, for the second Sunday night in a row, ESPN primetime game, Yankees and Red Sox. And Severino who's 0-1 with a 6-4-8 ERA, will be pitching for the Yankees. Interesting, Alex Cora, uh, the manager of the Red Sox, came out and said, this is, this is ridiculous. There are other teams out there in Major League Baseball that, um, that, that are more deserving in getting the primetime game on Sunday night. For the Yankees and the Red Sox to get it twice in two weeks back-to-back is ridiculous. I'm curious. Do you agree or disagree? 800-919-3776. Let's be honest. That that Yankees-Red Sox rivalry, uh, you know, who's your daddy, Pedro? That was eons ago. Do, do you... And, and, and I'm curious. And again, we'll open up the phone lines. 800-919-3776. 
I don't get the sense. And, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm not a Mets fan. I'm a fan of just all sports. I'm a fan of teams that are going to win me money. And I, I do have two baseball plays for you today, by the way, I'll share those with you. But, um, you know, I, I just, I, I don't, this series just doesn't have what it had, you know, five, seven, ten years ago. It just doesn't. Um, and, and I think ESPN is holding on to that, not to mention two huge baseball cities. I get ratings and, and whatnot. But, you know, I, I just, I, I guess outside of New York and outside of Boston, is this the draw? Is this the draw that's, that's bringing you in? Is this really the, the best matchup that we could have watched uh, tonight? Listen, the Cincinnati Reds are making some noise in their division. They're 36 and 35, and they're going up against the Astros, 39 and 32. I think that's going to be, you got Weaver on the bump for Cincinnati, Blanco on the bump for Houston. Um, I, I think, I think especially the Astros, as we know, one, as we know, quite a few world series. So now I'm sure they have a pretty tremendous fan base. And, uh, and if you look at them and you're like, oh, those stupid cheaters, uh, well then you've got a huge fan base who's watching to root for the Cincinnati Reds who again have really stepped it up as of late. Right. Um, how about the pirates and the brewers? Why not? Um, and, and again, just throwing out some of the matchups today that uh, that that I, I feel could potentially compete with the Yankees in the Boston Red Sox. Uh, but Alex Cora feeling um, not happy. Athletes are creatures of habit, and I'm sure in, in one aspect, you know, it's great to have the ESPN primetime game. Uh, just for exactly what it says. It's prime time. You've got more eyes on you. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't want to play? If you're, if you're a, a Major League Baseball, if you're just a professional athlete, who wouldn't want to play in prime time? Uh, but also, if you are a creature of, of habit, and as one, one, of, one of the teams that I like today is the Texas Rangers on the money line, going up against Toronto. They are unbelievable in day games. They're 20-7 and seven when the sun is out. So a lot of times, athletes, they're creatures of habit. And a lot of them love those day games. A lot of them like those, you know, afternoon games. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. Uh, we'll take your calls when we get back. Like I said, Ben Ruda is going to be joining us on the program as well. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you here on 98.7 ESPN. Again, we've got uh, we've got Tom and uh, and and Joe producing the show in in the break. I, I always say like, I know I repeat myself quite often, but I, in the break, I, I feel like we should record our conversations in the break. And, and a lot of times, I'm like, save it, save it, don't say another word. Wait until we're back on air. And uh, and, and Joe's like, who's watching the Pirates and the Brewers? Nobody's watching. <laughs> Um, I guess maybe those who have money on the game are, are, are watching the Pirates in, in the Brewers. Joe? Nationally, I don't think right now Pirates-Brewers has as much juice as a couple of the games on the board. And me saying that will get the family I have in Pittsburgh very upset but because they're devoted Pirate fans. But 
maybe if this division is still a three to four game division in September, you can put that on Sunday Night Baseball. But if you're going to look elsewhere, it's not a great week to look elsewhere. Last week, you had a prime matchup between two first place teams and the Rangers and the Rays. The Rays. Mm-hmm. This week, Dodgers Giants, you could put on Sunday Night Baseball. The, the Astros and Cincinnati, I watched the game yesterday. Cincinnati is tremendously entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. However, that only corresponded about a week ago with the calling up of Ellie De La, De La Cruz. You could have Tampa Bay and S San Diego, maybe Texas, Toronto, but it's slim pickings because you're not putting on a game like Detroit, Minnesota, or Angels, Royals, or even Mets, Cardinals, because the Cardinals are horrible. And one game that you could have that's actually the Peacock vehicle this afternoon is Orioles-Cubs, but even that, the Cubs aren't a first-place team. Um, this this National League Central is uh, is is really heating up. Like I said, the uh, the Reds they've won seven straight. Meanwhile, the Pirates they've lost five straight. Um, Milwaukee at the top, um, well, actually tied with Cincinnati with uh, with thirty six wins. But that Central that's going to be fun. And watch out for this Red. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the Reds win the Central uh, this season. Um, Prior to the season beginning, I said I love the Arizona Diamondbacks. I love that team. Zach Gallen, they've won two straight. Uh, the over-under of win totals for them was 74.5 heading into the season. That was my favorite futures bet. And sure enough, that is way on its way of, of, of hitting. Um, you know, obviously the Rangers always fun to watch because, uh, you know, they average six, seven, sometimes eight runs per game, which is ridiculous. That's going to be fun to see how the American League West pans out uh, between the Rangers, the Astros, and the Angels are in the mix, right? They've got arguably two of the best players in Major League Baseball in Trout and Otani. And um, and so, you know, they'll be, I think they'll be in the running uh, either to, uh, I don't think they'll surpass the Rangers. I think the Rangers are just so damn good. Um, but, uh, but the Angels definitely in the running to make it in as a wild card. So, um, so I, I hear you, but really quick before we take a break, because we do have Ben Ruda, who's going to be joining us, you know, as, as you know, somebody, you know, obviously Joe, you, you follow a lot of baseball and Tom, I know you do as well, but like, I just don't feel that the Yankee Boston Red Sox series, the rivalry isn't there. I don't, I don't get that feeling anymore. So it's, it's a two part question. Uh, what what do you feel is the best rivalry right now in Major League Baseball? And part two is, what do you feel is the best rivalry in sport in general? So, I will agree with you, Red Sox and Yankees is not nearly as contentious as it used to be, at mm -hmm. least growing up. They would absolutely hate each other, and I would hate Red Sox, I would hate the Red Sox, and I would hate Red Sox fans, too, just because they're fans of a terrible team. Not terrible because they obviously were winning, but just because I absolutely hated their guts. I'd still argue they're probably the biggest rivalry in baseball outside of Dodgers and Giants just because of that historic factor. Uh... I mean, you know, I'll still say Yankees, Red Sox. It, it's just I don't feel like there's a lot of like heat in baseball anymore, at least like team against team. Sometimes you'll get it. Like sometimes the benches will clear, but I, I just don't really get that sense. It's, in terms of the biggest rivalries, 
I mean, I, I see what some of the European soccer fans do overseas. I wouldn't know specifically what teams are like huge rivals with each other outside of maybe the notable ones like Man U and Man City. And then you've got Real Madrid and Barcelona because I know they take it to a whole nother level overseas. So I'd probably say that would be your biggest rivalry in terms of all sports at the moment. Joe, who do you feel is the biggest across the board? NFL, like, you know, I, I think I'm trying to, um, you know, can, Kansas City and Buffalo. I was thinking Kansas City, Cincinnati, just because they've met a couple of times. I would say New England, Kansas City, when, you know, Brady was there in that rivalry. It definitely involves Kansas City if you're going to go football, basketball, Probably Golden State, Sacramento, because of how heated things got with Draymond Green and and the entire city of Sacramento, it it seemed like. For baseball, I agree with Tom and I agree with you. The Red Sox-Yankee rivalry is not what it used to be. However, Yankees raise with everything said in the press and, you know, Kevin Cash with the stable of 97ers and, and... bad blood there and competing for a division that is kind of taken more of a front burner a pr- uh, rivalry in the AL East more than more so than Yankees and Red Sox has and as a big college football and college basketball fan Michigan Ohio State and North Carolina Duke has to be on on the top of the list and still in contention you know, I'll even go back. Like I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to brainstorm, right? Um, and and I'm looking at, at even the NBA, and we don't even have the rivalries I- anymore, right? Like, man, how great! I know I'm dating myself here, guys, but you know, and gals, um, how great was that? You know, Lakers, Boston Celtics, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Like, we, we don't, we, we don't have that anymore. It, nothing, not, not any anything close. Just. It's kind of wild, um, you know, and, and even I'll go back even just a few years back when I lived in Baltimore, the Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite quotes of any professional athlete besides Billy Jean King telling me that pressure is a privilege. And I wholeheartedly believe that was Ray Lewis. And, and by the way, Ray Lewis just lost his son this week. So. Our prayers go out to uh, the Ray Lewis family. Um, But Ray Lewis had told me um, whenever we would go play the Pittsburgh Steelers, we packed two math guards because you knew you always lost one in a game. (laughs) I love that quote. We just, we just, you know, we just don't have that anymore. And if, if I'm missing out on a rivalry that is, that is not, uh, it, right now on the tip of my tongue or, or, you know, in, in you're saying like, Anita, what are you talking about? Call in, tell us what it is. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you. We get back. Ben Ruda, former Yankee is going to join us. Let's talk some Yankees, uh, again, doubleheader today, one thirty, And then of course the primetime game at seven o'clock. Uh, so we'll talk about the Yankees as well as uh, what Ben thinks they need to do moving forward uh, to try to get back into uh, their winning ways. That next here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you on this uh, Sunday morning, Sunday fun day. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Ben Ruda joining us now. Uh, former Yankee, spent a lot of time 
uh, with the organization. He's been on the program throughout for the last year, uh, of course, now repping and working with Tiza energy nutrient pouches that I just swear by. Love using, especially when I'm playing golf. I pop one in uh, on the tee box and, uh, and I feel that it has made a big difference in my game. Ben, good morning. How are you? I am doing great. Good morning. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Special shout out to my dad. I know he's listening. So happy Father's Day, Dad. Oh, that's right. Uh, Your parents live in the area. Yep, exactly. I will actually be coming back for Fourth of July, so I'm excited to uh, get out. It's starting to get a little hot down here in Tampa, though. Well, fantastic. Maybe you and I can, uh, maybe we we need to schedule a little golf game. We'll tee it up while you're here in July. You know, um, so want you, so folks who are listening and, and hearing you for the first time, why don't you let them know, Ben, you know, your tenure with the Yankees and, uh, and, and how, how well, you know, this organization. Yeah. So I played, uh, six years, I guess seven, if you include the COVID year, it was kind of a lost year with the Yankees got drafted by them, um, came up with a lot of the guys you're, uh, seeing now played with a lot of the um, stars as well. So I moved on to the Padres. Um, so I know a lot of the coaches. Um, well, the hitting coach, Dylan Lawson, was our hitting coordinator. So I have good experience with him and a lot of the guys and all the players. So I just kind of give my insight on um, guys, their work ethics, and uh, just being around the game and kind of give my uh, two cents. So let's start first and foremost uh, with with Aaron Judge and what's going on. Uh, came out this week. Uh, not only has he received one but two plasma injections uh, on his toe. We saw him uh, injure his toe out west uh, in L.A. Um, unfortunate, and so now he's been on the shelf. But boy, night and day in regard to this team. Not only winning losses, but their batting average, and it's just like it's amazing. Just what one man can do and change in regard to a ball club that's a team sport. Uh, so, so first things yeah. first, your, your thoughts in, in regard to, to Aaron judge and, and the significance of him being out now, I want to say we're, we're talking, we're going on 11 or 12, 12 games. Yeah. I mean, that's why he got paid all the money. Uh, <laughs> you can see his impact when he's not in there. Um, it's just his presence alone is, is a tough uh it changes everything you have to game plan around that and other guys get more opportunities um during throughout a game so you know most teams are going to want to make the other players beat you not judge which means he's going to be on base more these guys are going to get better pitches to hit now they're kind of they're able to game plan around other people and uh you're seeing the effects of that for sure. So interesting. We had a conversation somewhat. I, I just threw it out there, food for thought, right? Like, and, and there's no denying, right? The, 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 what Aaron judge means to this team, right? And, and where would they be without him? But, you know, you, you look at the, the history outside of the last two years, which I feel last year was a really big outlier, uh, you know, to pay that much money and, and, and especially for the years, the nine years where let's be honest, like, you know, the, the productivity that you're going to get in the last three or four years of that deal is, uh, you know, is, is non-existent. Um, you know, to me, is it, is it, is it worth it? Because you, you, you know, this team is better with judge, 
But are they better to the point where they're a team that's going to compete and win a World Series? I say no. I say no, Ben. So, you know, could somebody make an argument that, and and if it's no, again, I I mean, this is what makes Sports Talk Radio so great. Uh, Can somebody make an argument that that contract was not wise if really at the end of the day um, it's about winning a World Series? I mean, you could always make that argument, but whenever people talk to me about the years on the contract, I always tell them they pretty much don't have a choice in the years and you're paying, you're exactly right. You're paying for those first, you know, five, six years of the contract, but that's how the arbitration is laid out. And that's how free agents and the way that everything was collectively bargained. um, That's how it's always going to play out until they change it. Because in reality, judge should have been a free agent years before he got this contract when he was, putting up these great numbers and he's making 550k he's making the minimum you're pretty much paying him back for those years and then these years where he's going to be really good and then you're right the years at the end are there's no doubt they're going to tail off and people always get mad about that but that's just the layout of baseball and you see that everywhere so i think the yankees could win with them i don't really think they have like a better option um they certainly have enough pitching if they everyone gets healthy, which I think is more important in the playoffs. So you could definitely make that argument. I just, I, I, if baseball doesn't change in that aspect, then I don't, I, you'll just keep seeing contracts like this. Ben Ruda joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Yankees rained out in Boston yesterday. So now they've got a double header today. Uh, 130, 135 first pitch. Schmidt is going to be uh, pitching for the Yankees. And then, of course, later on tonight, 7 o'clock, it's the primetime game. Uh, you've got Severino. And Alex Cora, manager of the Red Sox, came out and criticized criticized ESPN and saying, you know, why why now for the second Sunday in a row, uh, th- this, this rivalry is the primetime game. Is it a rivalry anymore? Outside of the fact, that, of course, that they're competing against one, one another in the American League East. But the rivalry is not what it used to be, especially five, six, seven years ago. Um, with that being said, uh, your thoughts on on Cora's comments? Do you feel that you know? Do you feel that do you feel that Yankees Red Sox is still the draw, Ben? Um, I mean, I I get what everyone's saying. Like uh, right now, it kind of feels like the Rays. There's more stuff going on with the Rays, with the Blue Jays in regards of the Yankees. But I mean. I grew up on Yankees Red Sox. It was obviously a little more intense, but you had the curse back then. You had both teams were really good. And all to me, all it takes is one thing to happen during a game. Like, and, the, and then the rivalry is back on. Both teams are kind of, uh, you know, try, they're battling right now. And it's obviously better when someone or both teams are really good. But, I mean... All, like, all it takes is one thing, you know, one hit by pitch, one little little brawl where, uh, not a brawl, but some disagreements on the field to fire it back up. Um, let's, let's look big picture here, right? And, and, and again, unfortunately, judge on the IL, but guys are, are not performing. Let's start with Josh Donaldson, first and foremost. 37 years old, batting average this season, 222. In June, it's 133. He's got a 27 percent strikeout rate Peraza sitting down there in triple a with a 306 
batting average. Uh, we know you would know better than most, you know, uh, his how well he plays defense. And fans are like, what? What's the problem here? We're losing. Why isn't why isn't Praza why isn't he up here? And there's some talk and speculation that as we get closer to the trade deadline that he could be a trade piece. Uh, what what are your thoughts? And there's other guys that are that are are struggling that I, I'm going to tee up for you as well. But let's start there with Josh Donaldson and in Peraza and, and why you think uh, the Yankees have been so reluctant in uh, in in the slow roll of bringing him up to the bigs. Yeah, I, I'm kind of on the side of everyone else. I feel like. Bring him up. Let's let's see what he can do. Um, Donaldson was obviously a great player in the past, but why not? Why not see what you got down there? I mean, you could have a you could have a Lamborghini in the garage. He hasn't really had a uh, much of a chance to have consistent at bat. But I don't feel like this is the time to uh, just keep him down there when if, if Donaldson was performing a little better than. Uh, yeah, maybe you keep them down there, but right now, I mean, with the Rays doing what they're doing, the Yankee, I mean, judges out. You gotta, you have, they have a nice stretch coming of some uh, below average teams. They gotta, they gotta really start winning. Do you feel that that this is a team? And 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 again, I'm just, you know, the thought process as to why he hasn't come up is is because he's he very well could be a trade piece as we get closer to the trade deadline. Um, and, and who knows the moves that, that Cashman is going to make. You're hoping, obviously, um, you know, the rotation gets healthier and, and we start seeing guys who we haven't seen uh, the, the Yankees obviously invested in in this offseason. I, I don't believe they win the division because the Rays have just been so good and, wow, the Orioles have been really, really impressive and it surprised a lot of people uh, this season. But I, they've got a good shot if they're able to turn this around soon and, and start winning some games to make it as a wild card. And then, as you know better than any of us, once you're into the postseason, then it's a clean slate. How confident are you in this roster? Like, what do you feel all needs to happen, Ben, in or- order for this Yankees team to truly compete for a World Series this year? Uh, yeah, I mean, Judge obviously has to get back. And you said it. I mean, the pitching has to get healthier. I don't really see how they're going to compete for a World Series with what they're running out every night right now, um, unless some guys start stepping up. But, yeah, I mean, it's tough to say because, you know, the Yankees are always that winning team, and that's, it's always World Series or bust. But, I mean, you can kind of see, like, most fans know whether they want to admit it or not. Like, what we're running out right now is not going to compete against some of these elite teams, some of these elite pitching staff. But we did pay a lot of money for some really good pitchers, and that's obviously the key. And everything runs around Judge. So there is some hope, and they are grinding. Like, they are, I think they're 39 and 30 now, or 31. Like, you can go on a little stretch here. I mean, they're playing the Athletics, uh, the Cardinals, and the Mariners coming up. I know the Rangers are sprinkled in there who are – playing pretty well but that's a good stretch right there without judge while you get healthy that they need to take care of um all right so so let's look beyond josh donaldson and and i came across a really interesting article in regard to poll that was taken with yankee fans and, and how they feel about certain players dj um as well has been struggling even probably more so than josh he's got a 26 percent strikeout rate and uh, and and just so um a poll was taken 
out of all out of all, you know all the Yankee players that are struggling, DJ, uh, Donaldson, Stanton, Volpe, who would they rather see sent down or or you know um, taken off off the uh, off the squad right now? And fifty three percent said DJ. Your thoughts on what's going on with DJ and, and why you feel that he's he's been struggling this season? Yeah, it kind of that poll kind of surprises me. I would rather take my chances with him. Um, because he's proven to be a professional hitter. I feel like he could turn it around. But, yeah, I mean, something's definitely up with him. You don't really see him strike out like that. You always see him kind of putting the ball in play, good at professional at-bats out there. I mean, I'm obviously not behind the scenes anymore. I don't know if he changed his routine, if he changed his swing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that that was – it's been a surprising season um, for him. I kind of thought he'd have a bounce-back season as long as he was healthy. Um, I mean, the guy's only ever hit in the major leagues. So, I mean, if I was doing the poll, I would not have him as the leader. I would ride it out with him and kind of trust that he can turn it around if, if I had to pick. But I understand the frustration because, I mean, he is struggling, and this is a uh, performance-based game. of Yankee fans feel that Volpe should be sent down as well. Started off here. Here's my thing. I I think unrealistic expectations since day one. And obviously I I know, you know him from your time in the minors. um, And and I'm sure you know his personality and whatnot, but you know, to come in, play the shortstop position, a lot of people comparing him to Derek Jeter. I just think unrealistic expectations in my opinion, so 56% of Yankee fans want him sent down. What say you, Ben Ruda? Uh, well, I wouldn't send him down. I mean, I I don't know what you would replace him with, to be honest. I mean, you got – I would rather you bring Peraza and you have both of them playing uh, than kind of trade them off. But that's my opinion. I think – I think Volpe, he's made it this far in the season. He obviously has a good head on his shoulders. Um, I'm sure the fans can see that. He's working hard. He's doing everything right. Um, So at this point, I mean, obviously it's tough to deal with struggling for an extended amount of time. But if anyone can do it, trust me when I say it's Volpe. Like this guy, he he has a special head on his shoulders. Definitely – it, definitely better than I, I had. I would be so frustrated right now if I, if I was uh, playing, not hitting it like I, I thought I could. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, everyone wants changes when you're when the team's not doing what they think. But I wouldn't put him down either. Last but not least, Otani. Um, this is an Angels team now. They are competing and very well can make it in as a wild card. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of buzz. Oh, Otani, will he be traded by the trade deadline? Where is he going to go? Mets, Yankees. Uh, poll right now, 35% say Dodgers, 10% to the Yankees, 7% to the Mets. But at the end of the day, Angels in contention to make it as a wild card. Do they trade him at all, Ben? Well, I don't know if they trade him or not, but I'll tell you, as a baseball fan, I'm rooting for them to win a lot before the trade deadline. I want to see Trout in the playoffs. I want to see Otani. What he's doing right now is incredible. He's hitting over 300 with 23 homers now. He's pitching incredible. Personally, I know this is a Yankees program. People on the Yankee fans definitely want to see him on the Yankees, but I just want to see this guy in the playoffs. I want to see what they can do. I want to see Trout. I hope they go on a run. 
um, and I hope he stays. But if he stays and we don't make the playoffs, then I, I would hope he gets. I would have hoped he got traded. <laughs> so as a fan, I'm just hoping to see Otani and Trout in some uh, some meaningful games for once. Maybe they're the game that should be the primetime game tonight um, yeah, <laughs> on, ES, I, I, on, ES, on ESPN. Uh, ben, thank you so much. Always great having you on the program. Appreciate you. Ben Ruta joining us. Uh, and a uh, big shout out to Tiza Energy, Energy Nutrient Pouches as well. Uh, ben, thank you. Thank you, Anita. Anita, you can get them at uh, the shop right by you in uh, Hoboken and Jersey City now. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So if you're ever thank- low and you need it before a round, you'll pick some up. Thank you, my friend. And, and, and happy Father's Day to your father, who, again, you said uh, is listening right here on, uh, on 98.7 ESPN. All right, we come back. I've got some Major League Baseball picks and plays for you heading into today's Father's Day action. Uh, that next, here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you here on this Father's Day Sunday. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Um, our leaderboard update presented by your Tri-State Accurate Dealers. Um, again, since this is on the West Coast, uh, really the four guys that are going to matter the most aren't teeing off until later on this evening at 5.20 and 5.30 p.m. Uh, but you've got Ricky Fowler and Wyndham Clark at the top leaderboard at 10 under, and you've got Rory and Scotty Scheffler right behind them. Rory is one shot behind at 9 under. Scheffler is uh, is three shots behind at 7 under, and those are the four guys you definitely want to watch. Harris English, uh, Shoffley, Dustin Johnson, uh, Cam Smith, uh, you, you want to keep an eye on them as well, but this is going to be fun, and again, very interesting that they're not going to tee off until uh, until later on this evening. So, prime time. That and watching the Yankees and the Red Sox. Let's go to Stuart in Brooklyn. Stuart, welcome in. Good morning. Yeah, hi, Anita. How are you? My friends and I uh, can't wait uh, for the football, football season to start because I think this baseball season is going to be a total waste. Uh, looking at the Yankees, in the past, they never had a lineup with so many 200-plus hitters that, uh, you know, they look like more like minor leaguers than professionals. And uh, I think Cashman is uh, just using scotch tape until he can pull off some kind of trade later on or develop some of the uh, players in the minor leagues that are worthwhile to bring up. But uh, he's got holes at catcher, third base, and left field. And the Yankee teams always had great players. You know that as well as I. And uh, it's it's going to and with ten games behind Tampa, which don't look too good, and I don't know even know if we'll make the playoffs with the starting pitching we have. Yeah, Stuart, there, there's a lot to be and appreciate the phone call. Uh, a lot to be concerned about. Uh, you and I can't wait for football season to start, especially right now. You know, uh, <laughs> NHL and, and the NBA, both championships decided in five games. So we're sitting here with not a lot to work with uh, on this Father's Day Sunday. But we do have, again, the U.S. Open and, and we do have baseball happening. Uh, and, and I always say this, like when Father Day, Father's Day hits to me, uh, that's like right. I, I can't help but start thinking about football. I feel like once Father's Day hits, I feel like football is here before we know it. So it's right around the corner. Um, I do have some plays for you in regard to Major League Baseball. 
When we get back, I will give those to you. We're at the top of the hour, so uh, we've got to pay some bills. Quick break. We come back. I've got two Major League Baseball plays for you next here on 98.7 ESPN.